<laughs> Lisa, what do you have to say to people that are like, I don't like dogs? No, nothing. I have nothing to say to them. You're not who I want to be friends with. You are weird and strange and your mother should have done a better job. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Liana. I am Jared. And we are here with two awesome guests and one crazy funny episode. Yes. And also, this is our special running episode because you and I both just got back from runs before we're recording this intro. Oh, yeah. Look, you did a half Ironman and I did a half of a mile. Hey, good for you. <laughs> Um, are you like are you all sweaty right now i'm all sweaty yeah are you yeah me too yeah yeah. (laughs) we're recording remote so we can't see um so our guests today are dr lisa lipman and comedian richie redding and they have a podcast we don't deserve dogs um dr lisa is a veterinarian and she's kind of like a celebrity veterinarian yeah she's like a big deal she is a big deal. And then um, and then Richie's just the funny one. He's just funny. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's a big deal too. Like this was a big get for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was super excited about it. And they're just the cutest couple. They're yeah, so Yeah, they could funny. not have been like cooler and more fun. Yeah. Totally. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview. So um we're gonna, you know, like we always say, we're gonna try and keep this intro short so you can go right into the mm-hmm. interview. But Maybe plan to skip forward like 15 minutes if you're trying to go right to the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say 15 minutes. If you don't want to hear the intro, just skip forward 15 minutes. But really quickly, um, let's just talk about rating and reviewing. Guys, we need you to help us out. Give us a five-star rating, a review if you'd like. I mean, the review could be as simple as like, we love your podcast. You know, just ratings and reviews, they help the podcast grow. I like that you're telling people what to write in the review. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we like the podcast. You could also be like, Leanna's the best host ever. Jared's like, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Be like, Leanna <laughs> is better than Jared. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you have, you know, constructive criticism, feel free to send us an email. We would prefer an email versus a review on that yeah there there's been some <laughs> destructive criticism on the on destructive the oh i like that destructive yeah. criticism yeah um yeah. but no guys we just you know it even with the destructive criticism like honestly it just makes us appreciate you guys all the more you know and can i say like we got a pretty harsh review and it it bums us both out and like but i was really proud of you because you like after like two minutes of being bummed out, you were like, actually, I think there's some helpful stuff in here. So like, bravo on you for really having like a, like a growth mindset attitude with the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, there had actually some things that were mentioned had been some things that I had been thinking about for a while. And, you know, um, you know, part of our, our, you know, part of our podcast is comedy. Right. So with comedy, you're going to exaggerate things. And I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm a comedian by any means, but like, you know, when we tell our dating stories, you know, there's always going to be a flair of 
something to it, right? But I yeah, also- try to make it fun and yeah, silly and stuff. And, yeah. But I also want to make sure that I'm not telling people's stories for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that we stick to telling our stories at, in a as gracious of a way as possible, but some people maybe don't deserve as much grace. I don't know. That's yeah, just my and like like it's it. it's hard because we try not to tear people down that we've had interactions with in our lives. And I think what happens is the other person, like I know sometimes when you've told stories and I've gotten like defensive of you and mad at the other person in your story, you know, that I don't know, mm-hmm. like I'll kind of be like, this guy sounds like a jerk or, you know, like, I mean, like, or something like that. And like, it's, it's good for us to remember to you know that, like I don't know, we don't have to. Yeah, like, we want to be tear, kind. Tear other people down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we want to totally. be totally. Nice. But on the other what? hand, yeah, like if your friend was being treated the way that you know sometimes I'm treated or sometimes Jared's treated or whatever, you would want to stick up for them too, right? And so it's like you know, I don't know. Maybe and we'll you know, cut I mean, I, that's the thing though. Like, it, I feel like if there's a theme of our podcast, it it is it, it it is this. Man, man, I don't know. Like, we're just doing the best we can. Like, we don't know what what's going on. Like, you know, and like, that's the thing. Like, everyone's doing the best that they can, right? Yeah, totally. We are very not perfect. Yeah. It, even in the way that I said that. What, we are not perfect in any way. <laughs> very sure. much imperfect. There we go. Yeah, so uh, jump on Apple podcast, hit the five stars. If you can, that helps us. We appreciate it. Leave a review. If you want, we're going to have another little contest where we're giving a hello and goodbye mug away, uh, to someone who leaves us a really cool review, which is something we like to do from time to time. This is the very last hello and goodbye mug out of the archives because we didn't think we had any left and we do. We found one more. Um, so leave under Leanna's bed. Mm -hmm. So, Leave a review in the next couple of weeks and you'll be part of that. Totally. A possible winner of that. Um, and then if you want to support the podcast uh, monetarily, because it does cost money to put out, um, feel free to go to patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. Uh, a lot of folks can support us directly through that. Uh, the standard pledge is $3 a month. Um, that allows us to not run ads. That allows us to keep the show going. If you can afford to pledge more than $3 a month, we love that. Thank you. Yes, um, totally. If you can't afford $3 a month, you can pledge less than that. So absolutely, um, every little bit helps. Yeah. Thanks, Jared, for taking that over. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, because we want to keep this intro short and kind of light, since that's the mood of this episode... Um, Jared has some funny Bumble stories and I just recently downloaded Bumble as of yesterday and it's lit. <laughs> like my is Bumble really? is more lit than it's ever been. Like, oh, is that because you've been off of Bumble, but on hinge for a while? Yeah. So basically, so what I do is I don't pause my apps. I delete them. I'm all or nothing. So what happens is when I re-download them and you sign on, it shows you as new here. And you just, for some reason, get more, like, likes and swipes and stuff. Are you making a new profile? Absolutely. Every time. Wow. Yeah, that's how, that's how like, all or nothing I am. Like, balls to the walls. So you're just, like, delete the whole old profile. 
delete it all. I'm like, I'm done with this. Wow. I'm deleting this. And then like two weeks later, I think I'll try it again. <laughs> <laughs> you balls to the wall for 10 days. And then you come, then you come flying back in. So I have a new pickup line that I want to share. Oh, please. Okay. And it's worked for both guys that I tried it on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. So what to the first sentence is, what do you call the website where dogs sell their used leashes, toys, and collars? I, if I was a, okay, wait, wait, say it again. Okay. What do you call the website, the website where dogs sell their used leashes, toys, and collars? I think my, my, my response to that would be, I don't know what. <laughs> flea Bay. Flea Bay. Isn't so that what adorable? Are the, that is adorable. What are the responses you've gotten? Okay, so the one guy was boring. He goes, that went over my head and then put the like face palm. And then I said, laugh out loud. I said, have you heard about the new dog movie? And he goes, nope. And I said, it's called Jurassic Bark. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then I never I, heard from him again. <laughs> that's great. So then the other guy, though, who I'm more interested in, I said, okay, so what I said is I worded it differently. So I said, do you know what the website is called where dogs sell their used leashes, collars, and toys? And he never responded. So our time was almost up. And so today, and it's so funny because I did this with my ex-boyfriend too. I said, I have to answer this even if you don't respond. I said, it's called Flea Bay. And then he goes, he responded within, let's see, like, I want to say within like 15 minutes. And he was like, I absolutely love that. Honestly, when I read the question, I wasn't totally sure if there was a punchline or you were legitimately asking for tips. And then he goes, thank (laughs) thank you so much for sending another message. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So actually, I guess that's my tip is like, if you sent a message and you haven't heard back, what is the negative of just trying it again? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I've had like the opposite where like, I think I did that. And then I just feel dumber when you get no reply to two messages. And I'm like, okay, I should have just walked away and kept some of my pride intact. But well, I, but, 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 but I, I think you're right. I, I think if you're like, oh, I kind of have a really good feeling about this person. Then like, give it another shot. Yeah. It has to be a joke. I think that the, 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 um, the play is it has to be a joke, right? So you have to ask a question that they have to answer. And if they don't answer it, then you then message and be, so this it's a, it's a, like a, it's so funny. I did this with my ex too. And I didn't like do it purposefully, but it's worked both times. It's like, Honestly, I don't even care if you message if see this and message back. I just have to answer this joke, and then you say the answer, and then both of them responded almost immediately. Hmm. So maybe they think it's cute, you know? That I like, think, I, yeah, I see. I, I think it works for the woman, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely more of a female move. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So, what are your cute Bumble stories? <laughs> uh, well, just interesting things. So one, I was well one is a hinge story one is a bumble story but i was on bumble and i kind of like there was like there was this profile that was like oh we're two friends sharing a profile and every picture was the two of them 
and uh you know like we're looking to double date or something like that or like swipe and if we connect with you like text the black heart for the mm-hmm. if you like the girl with the dark hair and the whatever which is ballsy i have to say because like if one friend is getting more well that's okay so this is exactly how it played out so i i like one of them was cute and i was like oh okay so i swiped right or whatever thinking like nothing would ever come of it and then like a little while later like the, it matches and i have a uh a message from them that's like which you know like which heart right like and so i send the one of the girl that i thought was cute and then i'm like i have so many questions about this whole setup like, <laughs> like are you both looking at the app like do you both have to agree to swipe on somebody like whatever and so we're like going back and forth and like kind of goofing around a little bit and like i didn't really have the heart to tell them like, this is a terrible idea and it's going to end with like one of your feelings like hurt really bad mm. because of exactly what you just said, which is that, I mean, it's hard. Like I can't speak for everybody, but for me, like I found one of them attractive and the other one, like not so much. And I feel like that if that gets repeated enough times, it's going to make one of them feel very bad about herself. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's it. That You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of going back to like junior high or high school where like one of your friends is just constantly getting hit on by guys and like you're not. And then <laughs> actually, never mind. I deal with that all the time with my <laughs> best friend, Michelle, who is drop dead gorgeous. And um, even now, like we'll go out, we'll go out for dinner or drinks. And um, I mean- I, I am very confident in who I am and, and in mm-hmm. how I take care of myself. But, you know, there's been multiple times where, you know, guys have come over and just wanted to talk to her or people come and comment on how beautiful she is. And I'm just standing there like, um, hello. <laughs> yeah. So I would never, ever do a double profile with Michelle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, nor would I. Like, I wouldn't want to be either person in that scenario. Yeah, totally. You know, like, totally. it's just as uncomfortable for both. And I and I think they one of them did it because probably they, they didn't feel like they had enough courage to do it on their own. But I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a good idea. Anyway, I so, don't yeah. Do so the way the story ended was like, they were like, well, do you know someone that wants to like do a double date? And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, uh, good luck. I like, I, I didn't have the heart to be like, I was like, good luck. I, I, I hope it works out great for both of you or something. Like yeah. That. Good luck. Um, also secretly, can I have the one number? <laughs> I know. I know. I almost was like, uh, when you, when this all blows up in your face, yeah. um, tell I would the like, dark haired girl to holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what uh, was your other story? Okay, so the other it, this isn't really a story. It's just I screenshotted a profile because this person made their name on Hinge. Their name is, and I quote, <laughs> I smoke cannabis. I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Why would Which you make like, that your name? And, like, those two things don't go together. Like, if someone's, like, a cool weed head, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird well, to be like, I'm going to talk about like how much hippie, I love weed. and. But there's like that hippie anti-vax movement, though. Yeah, people who are into that, like, whole, you know what? I saw someone else like that. The Leanna, the world is going fucking crazy. I know. Because, yeah, I saw someone else that was like, yeah, you're right. It's this, like, holistic wellness. Yeah. I feel like it was this woman who was, like, into like, crystals. And she was like, if your profile says anything about being vaccinated, like, don't swipe on me or whatever. And yeah. I was like, happy to. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, and we don't have to get in that, you know, we kind of talk, actually, we talk a little bit in the episode about it, but um, obviously, we would encourage you guys to get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated, because it saves lives. And um, it is available to like almost everybody. If you're 12 years old or above, you can go get a vaccine. So can I ask you a quick question about running and dogs? Sure. What do you do? Do you ever run by dogs and they start barking at you like from a yard? Yes. What do you do when that happens? I keep running. What do you Re- do? See, I always interact with the dogs in some way. I always like talk back to them. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, when I'm running, I am very focused on what I'm doing. Like today, I did one mile, but I was determined to beat my time. So like nice. I was, I was like, breathing hard so there was no way fucking zone yeah i would there was no way i would stop and talk to a dog (laughs) i didn't say i stopped i actually i had olive with me and i was had to drag her the last half of a mile she's she's really she's put on a little weight since she had her knee surgeries and Mm. um so we're trying to you know she's a little uh a little out of shape so trying to get her back into it but yeah, um, trying to get her you, uh, sw- swimsuit season ready. Yeah, fall, uh, hot girl summer, hot dog oh, yeah. summer, hot, hot dog dogs. summer. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm gonna coin it. Um, do you talk to squirrels? Uh, no, not squirrels. Whenever I see a rabbit, though, which I do on my runs where around where I live frequently, I say the same exact thing, which is "Hey, bun bun." <laughs> I call I, uh, every, for some reason, every rabbit I see on my run is Bun Bun. Bun Bun. That's adorable. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I um, I don't talk to anything when I'm running, but when I'm not running, I talk to birds and lizards and squirrels. Mm. I play hide and go seek with squirrels. It's Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Sometimes I talk to little, I, I had a spider in my bathroom for a while and I, I named him and then I felt sad that he was stuck in my bathroom. So then I trapped him and put him outside. Oh, wow. Well, I'm glad that you put him outside. <laughs> um, when I, my, my, my favorite things to do when dogs are barking at me on my run is to, re- I, I start acting like I'm a wrestler in the WWF trying to like pump up the crowd. I start like <laughs> waving my arms in the air, like, and like talking to the dogs, like trying to get them to bark more. And, and do they? Yeah, I do the thing. Hulk Hogan used to do this thing where he like swings his arm around and then he like holds it up to his ear. So I do that to the dogs while I'm running by. <laughs> I feel like you did this too in your Iron Man. You're just you just like stirring the pot. Yeah, I like being because that that's my way of actually like keeping going because it like makes me laugh. Oh, interesting. A little bit yeah. to myself, right? And then it gives me a right. boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally opposite. 
I'm like, I'm <laughs> running. Do not mess with me right now. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this interview and we'll see you after. Okay. So I'm super excited to introduce our next guest. We have the host of We Don't Deserve Dogs podcast, uh, pet whisperer and veterinarian, Dr. Lisa Lippman, and the funny one, Richie Redding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're so excited to have you. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. It was yeah. very on the nose. I love that. That was great. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, really succinct and to the point. I thought good about work. it on my way up for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, Richie, you teased this before we started recording, but can you tell us the story of the yellow, of the beautiful yellow bandana that you're rocking right now? Oh, um, I thought you might think well, it was beautiful. I, I get mistaken as uh, a member of the Latin Kings all the time when I'm wearing this, <laughs> but in fact, um, I got it at Claire's Boutique. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at, I was I was uh, shopping for like I was pr- I was producing a bunch of commercials for this brand is Dachshund brand Witzig and their colors are yellow and purple hence the yellow and purple microphones we also have so I went to Claire's looking for some accessories and uh, it, everything had to be yellow and purple and I thought it was it was like all girls on this shoot and I was like guys I killed it that everything was like buy one get another thing 50% off <laughs> and they kept giving me more discounts so I kept buying shit and they were all like yeah, that's how Claire's gets you. And I was like, wait, so I didn't discover the single greatest sale in all of retail. I just got got. By the way, you know, you still have the Claire's. Let's just. Oh, no. wow. Just wait, in case you had any doubt. You're the one that leaves <laughs> the, the tags on things way more than Richie though. is. I don't, I'm yeah. sorry. I moved that. It was well, but, uh, thank yeah. you for explaining something that all girls know anyway. But we appreciate <laughs> the explanation. Dude, I thought I hit the death. <laughs> yeah. You're like, guys, get to Claire's immediately. You won't believe this. You're sale. like, I'm not I- even sponsored by them. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> okay. So I want to get into kind of like your guys's background of how you got into this. And I- I'm sure there's a lot of different layers to it. So who wants to start first? Maybe. Well, what do you mean by I got into this? Your podcast, <laughs> uh, Lisa becoming a veterinarian, Richie becoming a comedian, and how this all came together. The whole thing. The I still like thing. that you're called the funny one. That was the time. So we are. We have a dog, and she's a Rhodesian Ridgeback, which is a breed. But uh, not everybody knows them. That time we went on a hike, and somebody goes, "Follow that brown dog." I was like. That's you. You're now forever the comedian. You're now forever just, the funny just one. Just right on the nose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, that he's was the, smart the tangent. One, and he's the funny one. <laughs> uh, I think you can take it away. Sure. Uh, so let's see. I'll, get, I'll walk you through my whole life story. Please. Um, no, I mean, I, I've always wanted to be a veterinarian. I think ever since I can remember, that's a lot of veterinarian story. Pretty also on the nose cliche. Um, I worked super hard to get there. And then... I started my career in the city, in New York City, and um, I started, long story short, I started my own house call practice. I've done a whole bunch of things. I was an emergency veterinary um, physician for a while and uh, general practice, then started my own house call practice. And when I started my own house call practice, I had a patient um, named, well, his name is Samson, but he's known as Catstradamus. He's the largest cat in New York. And 
and we did a post together in I'm so afraid of this cat. We did a <laughs> Actually, this the weedest cat now oh. with severe hip disease. But anyway, oh. we did a we did an article. We were in an article together in the New York Post, and then he just went like crazy viral. And everybody wanted to know, like, was he healthy? What you know? Why was he so big? And who better to answer those questions than me? So the owner was really happy to let me take the spotlight and a lot of that. So we had like over eighty mil- million views on the dodo. Wow, we million! On, yeah, we were on eighty million. Like we did everything from like Harry Connick Jr. TMZ Inside Edition Good Housekeeping. Like you name it, this cat blew up. So both of our so, Instagrams. Yeah. So so your whole career is just riding Castrodamus's coattails, <laughs> right? You're like the Cato Kalen of Castrodamus, kind of. <laughs> right. And and then the saddest part is that I'm actually living in Cato's guest house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it happened. And then I was like on Doctor Oz separately um, twice and. So yeah, so I just started doing a bunch of media stuff. The Instagram kind of took off and I started, um, I'm represented by a, a management company called The Dog Agency. They represent me and all of the most Instagram famous pets in the world. She's their human. And so, right. I'm pretty much, I was their only human for a long time. And um, so they've all become like my patients, my clients. So it's just been this weird, incestuous, fun world of pet influencers that that I live in. And then I've dragged. So yeah, doing me. So when I was doing a bunch of media stuff and trying to like get comfortable, sort of figuring out like the professional side of me versus the personal side of me and and how those two should, you know, kind of interplay. Richie said, well, let's do, um, let's do a podcast and like get you to like take the stick out of your ass. Cause most of the time when I'm talking about professional things, I really have a stick up my ass. So, um, so yeah. he's like, you need me basically you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, no, I mean, it's like, well, the, the the way it really kind of started all to come together was that I ran, while that was oh, all happening, um, I got a call from Gersh from, from their public appearance department wanting to represent me. And they, and they were like, you know, do you have any TV show ideas that you want to pitch? And I had a couple and then completely pulled out of my ass and like and also my girlfriend is uh, a veterinarian and she goes into rich people's houses and takes care of you know neurotic new yorkers fancy pants pets and they were like yeah okay forget about all your ideas let's go for that one like pitching this tv show all over new york and hollywood and got like 30 offers or some shit from like production company it was really crazy um and if anybody's ever tried to sell a TV show, you know how fun that is. Mm. Uh, it's, it's the ultimate hurry up and wait. But uh, but yeah, so to get ready for the possibility of a show, it was like, yeah, we, we need to make you a person and not just – because she's very naturally funny, but they'd like – somebody would ask her a medical question and it had to be a hundred percent clinical. And it was like, yeah, but like, it'd be better if you said farts and boobs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but then also, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like penis and vagina are still funny. I'm a doctor, but it's funny. Um, and, and also your friends would call me, his comedian friends would call me. So yeah, his comedian yeah. friends would call me and be like, um, I had eight medical marijuana gummy bears and now I have two medical marijuana gummy bears. And if my dog weighs five pounds, it's like, Call poison control. Um, so we just funny, funny conversations would just ensue. So we thought the like the best let's make one this. was that Matt Richards, who's one of my best friends, he he texted Lisa, my dog's 
I'm 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 dog sitting for someone, and its anus is really red. It was her badge. I thought it was. Uh, Pretty sure it was her badge. I retract anyway. anus. <laughs> This said anus, Lisa. You can't check me Sorry. on anus. It's a Sorry. very hard you can make it word you want. to say. You can make it. Delete all of that. His mm. anus was <laughs> okay. One of its down there parts was really red. He's like, should I be concerned? I, 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 I was holding her phone for some reason when that came in, and I Text. replied. I, I texted back, "What does it smell like?" Nice. I just waited. Like, come on, baby, come on. And it was like two minutes later, he, he calls. He's like, is this fucking Richie? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? He's like, you almost had, yeah, it was. Yeah, he's he's like, you almost had me smell the dog coochie, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I was inches away. And I was like, this is Richie. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a, it's a long history of her giving good advice and me giving horrible advice. And it's, it's a dynamic that works. That's I awesome. think that's a great summary actually. (laughs) So can I ask what actually happens when your dog eats your weed gummies? Uh, (laughs) um, Well, so they can get like weed toxicity. They can get like drunk. They get high like us. We know too. Like they have this stare. They get, they get wobbly like this. Your dog's like time is moving really slowly and I'm freaking out. They are high AF, but in really severe cases, they could have like seizures, tremor, like tremor, seizures, coma, death. Um, It's very unlikely. It takes a lot of marijuana toxicity to do that, but it's possible. So it is, we had him call poison control. They calculate the exact dose and, uh, and then tell him, you know, whether or not he needs to get to the hospital for supportive care. Usually it's like a night of overnight supportive care, like fluids and monitoring. Mm. And if they have any seizures or anything, we control that and then just, go home the next day. Just take the rest with him. <laughs> I mean, we're in this together, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So do you yeah. guys have any animals together? Uh, I mean, when you say together, I mean... We didn't get her together, but yes, we have Chloe and we're very proud of her. Yes. So we have our, she's our 10 year old female Rhodesian Ridgeback. Um, She is the love of our life. Yeah. No, I got her when she was 10 weeks old with, with another boyfriend. And then um, Richie came to the picture when she was like two or three, but now she's 10. So, I mean, she's your dog. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's a virgin. Yeah. We're so proud. Mm-hmm. We're very proud. So I was listening. Um, I, I mean, I do want to kind of talk about like dating relationships um, and like how that correlates with animals or pets or whatever. But I was listening to your most recent episode and you were talking about, okay, so I have a question. So you're talking about how it's not always feasible to adopt from a shelter. Okay. So I find that I have a hard time not judging people for not adopting, but I think that can sometimes be unfair, but so what is your, what are your thoughts on adopt versus shop? Are you asking? I'm the same way. What's that? Uh, I'm the same way that if I see somebody whose child is the same color as them, I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) no, there are too many babies. That you're just out here selfishly making one, you know? <laughs> Pull out and go to Malawi. <laughs> what I well, and I, 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 I just want to point out that the question you're really asking is like, how judgmental am I allowed to be? 
Sure. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. But ser- but seriously, <laughs> though, like, I think it's uh, like I was actually talking to the guy recently where he like just got like a yeah. Boston Terrier. And like uh-huh. I asked him, I was like, oh, did you adopt it? Like, did you get it from a shelter? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. no, he's like, I tried to, but it was like quarantine. And all the dogs were basically like they had all been adopted. And he's like, so I did it through Craigslist or, you know, yeah. Um, Hell yeah, Craigslist. (laughs) Lisa, I'm just wondering your side of it. Like, obviously, you work with a lot of animals and people who own animals, and I'm sure you get lots of different opinions about it. Yeah, for sure. And I've had lots of different opinions about it. I think, um, I mean, I have really learned to, like, grow up as a person in this profession, seeing all kinds of things from all different perspectives. So for sure, like, at first, it is so easy to judge, right? But especially during the pandemic, it has been really, I'm also the medical director of a rescue and I know how difficult it can be um, for people to adopt. It really can be very bitchy. Like the rescues, I know veterinarians who have gotten turned down from rescues. There is this like cult mentality of some rescues where like no matter what, like even if you're a veterinarian, like if you don't have a yard, they're not giving you a dog. Like they overlook really Mm. crazy things. It's just it's just people who come together to decide to make rules. Like they don't have any formal training in this. They don't have any, you know, so a lot of rescues can be really difficult to work with and very competitive. And especially now during the pandemic, I just heard actually the number was there's been 11 million animals adopted since the start of COVID. And we've been having to bring in animals from other areas, other areas like we wouldn't normally have to. So it can can get really competitive, um, especially if you're looking for something specific, which like I don't begrudge or blame people for looking for something specific. Um, So because I think dogs do serve a purpose, especially like first time dog parents, like should not be owning like the most vicious chihuahua that there is. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, and there's too many good dogs out there for that too. Like I really think like there's so my, my opinions on so many things surrounding rescue has changed, you know, being in it, like with people surrendering pets and things like that. I mean, I, I don't, I still, I wouldn't personally never do that. I think whatever, but I'm a lot more I try to be a lot less judgmental now because I do think it's so hard. We have good friends who were like, yeah, we tried to adopt. We got like neglected from every, you know, we got rejected from every rescue. So we finally, they wanted a dog. Um, So my advice would be if you do really want a dog, um, you should start planning early um, and you should get in with, go to the rescue, apply for it because it takes time to get your application in to be approved. Sometimes they have to do house checks, volunteer, get to know them. Like, unfortunately it is a little bit, some can be about like who and what, you know, or the time and effort Mm. that you put into things. So definitely, yeah, make, make it known, make yourself known, you know, do, do all the things, start reaching out now. And conversely, like, I do believe that there are good breeders. I think that they're far and few between. Um, but then you really should be looking for the health of the breed. So they should be breeding. You should be able to meet the parents. And you should also, they should have health testing. Yeah. But, but even at that, like from, from what you've told me, that like even when you think you're going to a, a mom and pop breeder that does yeah. all those things, it's still always Amish people that somehow <laughs> are on Craigslist. Well, like they, they outsource it. I don't know how they do it, but the Amish are some, are the biggest perpetrators mafia. of the uh, pup, like puppy mills. Really? So for sure. Yes. Dude, so, mafia. So the, the one thing that <laughs> I would fucking just, crazy. The Wait, one can thing I drop, I'm, I'm dropping that phone. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the one thing that I do, <laughs> the one thing that I do, <laughs> the, 
One thing that I do judge, although I don't because I think people really don't know the extent of it, is puppy people, anybody who gets a dog from a puppy mill, which is pretty much a pet store. Mm-hmm. Like there's really no reason for that. But a lot of people, they just don't know better. Mm-hmm. Like we need education campaigns, but puppy mills are the worst of the worst. Watch yeah, Madonna I, of the Mills. Yeah. I actually used to live directly above a a couple that owned a pet store in Jersey city and they were literally the worst people I've ever met in my life. Mm. And, and like, yeah, I mean there, there'd be dogs yapping for like, you know, 18 hours in a row. And, and, and like they would be outside and be like, Hey, you know, the dogs are really, really loud. And, and like, you'd hear the dogs going nuts and she'd be like, I don't have dogs inside. Like, but the thing is that you do, like, you clearly do. And those people, just to show the the depth of character of these people, um, when they got evicted and they triple bolted the door shut somehow and like climbed out of a window to get out of the place so that they had to literally cut the door frame out. And when they got in, they literally stole everything, including the kitchen sink. What? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they gutted the copper pipes from their own walls. It, it, I mean, it, it messed up the entire building so that they could get like a hundred bucks. Wow. Of, yeah. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> but that's all you need to know about pet store owners. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them. <laughs> you know, I think, I think in California now, pet stores aren't allowed to. Um, they have to be rescue dogs in pet right. stores. Yep, they pass the belt. Yeah, yep. they're trying to do that in a lot of um, in a lot of cities right now. Um, and if you follow Ella Bean, the dog is one of my patients. She is four pounds, no teeth, um, and she's got three other dogs, and they're all the cutest. Um, but she does a lot of work for. She's insta famous, and she does a lot of work surrounding like puppy mills and stuff like that. So I would follow her. I think we're going to do a live on that about passing bills surrounding that, but. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So that's the, so yeah, I mean, I, again, overall, you know, I, I try not to judge, but I do educate people. A lot of people won't almost every time somebody comes on our podcast, they're like, we didn't rescue, you know, it's like, we don't want to shame you. Cause you, I do think you probably tried. I do think it was probably really hard. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of one half dozen of the other, but yeah, I, it's, I, yeah. I get it. I mean, I think it's, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Like I, it's I, very I personally topic. would yep. never buy a dog, but yeah. you know, I've dated people that have, and I try and just right. put my opinions aside. Well, you have to educate them. Yeah. I think they just probably. I just like to think that they don't know, right? Yeah, because like I they agree. just don't know better, I'm, and they and maybe they were impulsive and like didn't just like try. And a lot of people will try to put it off, like, well, I'm rescuing the dog, right? But but you're not. And you're, you're not relegating no. that. Yeah. And you're relegating that mom to breed again and again exactly. and again and again in a puppy mill situation. Yeah. I'm way more judgmental if you bought a cat. <laughs> <laughs> just leave the door open. That's true. Cats just fall and out of And you trees. have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody, if you want a cat, just can of tuna, don't lock the door. <laughs> it's so true that there's cats everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious – how did the two of you meet? You guys have like a meet cute and did pet ownership factor in in some way? We actually met at an abortion clinic. And, <laughs> uh, like a yeah. pet uh, abortion clinic or? No, no, no. <laughs> we went half season one. I've ran uh, a few of those though. Have you? Um, 
Oh, yeah, they get a Bobos. Yeah. <laughs> they for sure do. Like in shelters, I mean, if they come in, yeah. you know, and they're yeah. sort of oh, the right, yeah. or sometimes right. we don't know because right. dogs are actually only pregnant. They're only preggers for 63 days. So a lot of times you actually just won't even know until you get in there and spade them. Mm-hmm. Um, we try not to do like really late term. Way to make it a bummer, babe. Um, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. I mean, they do. Dogs get a por- Again, because we need to rescue. Right. Exactly. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, we we were about that swipe life. We met on Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. Wow. Nice. Was it like was it like a hookup night, and then you kept talking, or was it like a like actually like she, trying to date at first? So yeah, I mean, I was on there looking for whores, and instead, <laughs> he was like a week out of a relationship. Yeah, maybe the same day. What's crazy is that she was actually the first match that I had on Tinder. Wow, not not my first match, <laughs> not my last, but <laughs> and not his last, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they asked if the if pets played in. You, you saw Chloe's. Oh yeah, I did on. I, I did see on her profile that uh, Chloe was in the background, and I wasn't sure if she was a, a Ridgeback or a or a Vishla, but I was here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're both like top five dogs. So what was so you said she wasn't your last match so what happened after you guys met like what was the story of you guys moving forward let's talk about something else no uh, no, i mean i was just out of a relationship she was wrapping up like she was just kind of becoming a doctor she was a baby doctor yeah i was doing like a hundred hour work week internship so we wound up talking for like 10 days first. So we really kind of got, and we wound up just talking a lot because we're both really funny and personable and everything. <laughs> um, and, um, <laughs> and he was like, this is like some sleepless in Seattle shit. And I had to cancel on him because I think I had to like go into a surgery and he was like, okay, I'll can't cancel the mariachi band. And um, I think like 10 days later, we finally wound up meeting. Yeah. Uh, pretty classic first date. I will say that, um, this one, well, so we we went we went to a. Oh, <laughs> it's this is not as trashy as it sounds. We went to a hotel. <laughs> no, we went we went to Hudson Hotel and to you know, like to their bar there, and she had already sussed out that I don't drink. Mm. Which was right because I googled him like a normal person would do sure. before a date. This is also very debatable. A lot of people think this is weird or that they debate, but she, I YouTubed him. I googled like I don't have dude, time for that. Yeah, I want to know who I'm going out fast. with. Like yeah, like we, like I we know. like matched and then we were Facebook friends. And she's like, you know, Filipowski. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she sussed out that I don't drink, which was. That that was always like a, a three stage reveal for me, mm. and yeah. and she like kind of nipped my whole process in the bud, but um, yeah, be- well because I I always pitch a coffee date, mm. um, yeah. Also, a- another tip for any dudes out there is uh, make your make your first make your your first approach on any text to be or, or on any app of uh hey I just I, I just photo stalked you and I'm ninety nine percent sure you're not a dude so I thought I'd say what's up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
and, and then when you pitch a coffee date, which not only is a $10 Topsy's date, uh, it, it's also a, a day date, but it, it, you can you can throw in a twist of humor there of saying, let's do a day date. I'm thinking coffee. I want to see you in the sun to make sure you don't have an Adam's apple. Bam. <laughs> now you've got some rhythm. Yeah. And, Winner <laughs> yeah, right but, there. So yeah, so yeah I, I pulled that uh, that classic right. and she's like, you don't drink, do you? I was like, yeah, fuck. So we just went and, and like, at first you weren't going to drink, right? Yeah, I said, I'm not, we went to like a, a bar and I was like, I'm not going to drink, like you're not drinking. And he was like, don't make it weird, just get a drink, like I don't care. Yeah. And I got a drink. So she got a drink and then she threw it on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> we went to sit down on like a riveted couch and I spilled it literally all over his lap. Buddy, literally. I mean, just, oh, look oh. at me. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> oh. yeah, she threw it. Yeah. Buddy, I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> He uh, says I wanted to get him out of his pants. Yeah, we got we stood up and it was like half oh, I mean, all of Yeah, I mean direct hit crotch. <laughs> oh and then it, it was like it, it was the, one of those like really nice hotel couches that's that it's got like the rivets or divots, whatever they are. And it's just like pooling. Pool. Yeah, just <laughs> pooling, fizzling, whatever. It is. That was so, awesome. And then she's like, Your crotch oh, couldn't yeah. just stop all of it up. Oh my goodness, you so wet. Let's get those pants <laughs> off. She was Puerto Rican at the time too. Let's get those pants <laughs> off you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we did mouth stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pants still yeah. wet, and then, making out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pants still wet. And uh, a, a very new to me 70-something pound dog that wanted in on the action. <laughs> well, uh, it was a 400-square-foot apartment. Yeah. Uh, naked around somebody's dog for the first time. Real exciting when you got stuff that dangles. Uh, <laughs> so actually, that's a great segue. Like, what are the what what is your two kind of etiquette around uh, like getting freaky and can the dog stay in the room? Like, what's like two how, words? How does that work? <laughs> Direct eye contact. <laughs> Um, Assert dominance. Hold on, hold on. I want to back up. When did you guys have sex, though? After meeting, like, how soon was it before you had sex? They hmm. said I could ask anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, you can't. Wow. I actually, we just actually can't. No, no, no. Mouth stuff first date for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, did mouth stuff also include like not- oral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What okay. else yeah. does mouth stuff mean? Yeah. Well, I just thought you even just meant kissing. I mean, you're. I'm. I'm assuming you're still in the hotel and your pants are wet. It was kissing yeah. down there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Her were wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mouth stuff. But we didn't have sex. Not that I'm opposed to that. I don't know why. We just didn't. I had to leave. We just didn't. Oh. I had a show. But like we still could have had sex. Sure. I had a show in like Allentown or something. Yeah. You had a show. I remember. And and then we couldn't get together for like another week. But how come we don't remember week. the first time that we had sex? <laughs> I do. I can't. You do? Yeah. I, I painted a picture about it. I write about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot? What was it? When was it? Um, it was it must like, have been it was, the next day. Yeah, it was the next time you saw it. Pee in the V. But <laughs> where? So it's pee in the where V. Where was it? Your house. In your V. Your apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's hard to remember sometimes yeah, what goes in, on in there. Right yeah. next to your A. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to remember sometimes what goes on in there. Um, okay. 
I believe you. Okay, so you had sex the next time. <laughs> okay, so now back to Jared's question of like, what do you do? You're trying to get, you're trying to get laid, and the dog's there. Like, oh, is yeah. it? Should the dog leave she the was, room? Do you close the door? Do you let the dog be on the bed? What do you do? In a studio, I mean, there's there's nowhere. To <laughs> the dog. Uh, dog. Yeah, yeah. You just uh, you start to accept my lifestyle. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. So the dog is goes. It was, where it was she an interspecies wants. threesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, she always got the point. Like, she would always try yeah, to be in really on the good. action at first, and then after a, a bunch. She of- She actually will like really naturally just if we start fooling around. She actually really naturally, and I just realized my parents are in this house and they're upstairs probably. But, um, <laughs> we, she will just naturally jump off the bed and go to her own bed. But mm-hmm. she's in the room very much. And there, if like we're on the couch, she doesn't move off the couch. We just are right next to her. Does she yeah. look at you guys? <laughs> Is she like staring at you? Do you uh, look at her? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, intensely. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I can't finish unless I'm looking at Chloe. Uh, <laughs> like moving Lisa to the side, kind of like trying yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Be, 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 be. Oh. <laughs> ruined it. Whose name do you really say when you're coming? (laughs) You. Just the real general. Just you? Oh, you. You old (laughs) so-and-so. What, what, I guess what tips would you have for other, I mean, I'm sure this, this argument has come up, right? Like what to do with the dog when you're having sex? When we're having sex isn't the problem. It's, it's, Oh, yeah. you're very aware of your parents being here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, it, it's, it's more after the fact, like just sleeping on the bed, but, uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's definitely a mirror, the dog situation. Like if somebody won't move the dog off the bed to have sex they are a psycho <laughs> my, my tip would be you should i mean training the dog would be nice like so i mean she's always slept in bed with me i never really thought i'd have a boyfriend after that and so i was just like okay 73 pound dog's gonna sleep in the bed with me mm. um and now now she has to be in the bed but uh for for a, that a like good if you dog can train them to go to their cues. bed mm-hmm. yeah it's you nice know. that they're i don't think they need to yeah. be out of the room mm-hmm. like, like i don't think they need in, why oh, do they need to be out of the room like yeah. they're a dog they don't care mom's got a latex hood on again it's time <laughs> to go to the couch <laughs> exactly. you know yeah so they should oh that up weird the iron yeah, yeah it's really like she's like what's yeah. this new toy uh, that they got me yeah uh-oh the iron cross again <laughs> they took the laundry off of that swing. Time to go to the kitchen. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, we even cues. share accessories like collars, no. and leashes. Nice. <laughs> is nothing sacred? God, babe. I thought we'd keep a piece of ourselves private. <laughs> okay. So, oh. Okay. Ahead. So, <clears throat> so what about just like sleeping? So for me, like, okay, my my dog, like, if I'm, she's um, so I have a sixty five pound like German Shepherd lab oh. mutt. And oh. I love her to death and I want her to sleep with me every night. But if I move too much, she gets off because she's annoyed by me moving. <laughs> so she, if, if I, you know, was dating someone and they stayed over, she wouldn't stay on the bed anyway because she gets annoyed with too much movement. But right. I would never date someone that's like the dog can never be on the bed or on the furniture or, you right. know, like that. So I guess what is the, what, what is the, what do you do if you're like, 
my dog is allowed on the furniture and they're like, well, the dog isn't allowed on my furniture. I feel like that's heresy. Ugh, bye. That's, right? Um, Ugh, bye. Are, Ugh, bye. That's, the, that's my... <laughs> are you getting uh, noise in our background? We, no. We've got the New Jersey noise machine is starting up. Okay, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, bye. I have a post on my page somewhere far back that's like about talking about cats. Because also a lot of guys don't like, or they pretend that they don't like cats. They're just afraid. Yeah, I, but, I agree. Uh, and they'll say that they're allergic or something. <laughs> and I have a post on my page, like really far down of me kissing my cat. And uh, what I think is says something like, if you're allergic, ugh, bye. <laughs> just, bye. Like that's, that's that was another fun but thing. But I did sneak a cat in on him, and yeah. he pretends he doesn't like cats. Once so. I moved in because my lease was up, her parents. So that's were how like, it went. Bringing Jack New York, by. right? Which was like we were like super non-committal for like seven months, but like together. I mean, we would talk every day, but just like no labels on it. And then your lease is up in New York City, right? And then it's like, well, is it time to move in together? Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys live with your parents, Lisa? Or do you still have your 400 square foot studio? Do you guys live that? No. So we had moved into a 700 square foot apart, one bedroom apartment, which was like a mansion after that. But um, no, just very long story short is since the my parents got hit really hard with COVID mm. in the beginning. Um, mm. They were both on ventilators, which was like fucking insane. Really oh traumatic. Yeah, super traumatic. Yeah, but they're uh, oh, they survived. Thank God. It's just really crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but they got hit. In, they live half the year in Florida, half the year in Jersey. They got hit in Florida. Um, so we actually went to Florida to be with them for like seven months while they recovered and stuff, and wound up like yeah, just living there for seven months because they got hit like really in the beginning. Like I like to think like back then we were really naive. Now First I don't know wave, why people yeah. are getting infected like before the world shut down, like the day the world shut down. Um, and so we wound up living in Florida for seven months. Yeah, they months, got so. it the 13th. <clears throat> yeah, and comedy uh, was shut March down. Or April? So March. March. Okay. March. Yeah. yeah, really crazy early. They were the first ones in their hospital. Um, Literally the first people yeah. in, in West Palm Beach wow. Hospital to be on the ventilator. Wow. Yeah. And so, then fucking Florida. So, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. Florida. Oh, Florida going Florida. Fucking Florida. Yeah. DeSantis can trip and fall. So, um, so, so we wound up living there. Comedy shut down, right? So there was really no point to keeping our apartment. Yeah. So we were there, and then my parents we came back here for like a month together and then they went back to Florida. So we were like, Oh, look, New York is still kind of shut down. So we lived here saving money on rent. And, um, and we are and moving now we're just soon. Staying. I mean, listen, just no, there's no shame. Staying. I'm, I'm no, we're not moving. my parents for the pandemic too. Yeah, and I'm so still many there. People did, and you're still there. <laughs> right. For real. I mean, it makes so much sense right now and it's, it's so nice. We have so much room and space and stuff. So we're sort of in a, we're trying to figure out what, obviously we're not going to stay here for forever. I would stay here longer than probably he wants to. Comedy's opening back up. Things are, where are you guys? Are you in this? We're in Southern California. I was just going to give you that. Yeah. Um, So yeah. So I would stay here for uh, a lot longer. I'm not sure what we're trying to figure it out. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. So that was a really, no, 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 no. no, no. So let me comment on that for a second. Sorry. I was just gathering my thoughts. So first of all, I'm so sorry about your parents and I'm so glad that they are okay. Um, Fuck COVID and get a fucking Mm -hmm. vaccine. Like there's just yeah, no right. excuses yeah. anymore for right. that. Right. So I'm so <laughs> right. glad they're okay. And, um, and okay. So you live now in your parents' home and you have a cat. Yeah. I don't think we knew you had a cat. Oh, no. So the cat died. Oh, it, no. Was just saying, sorry, in the beginning, <laughs> I was fine. I took care cat, of that, that cat. That cat's dead. Nah. No, um, no. Yeah. It was, it was just a funny story that I, 
I surprised him with a cat yeah. after we moved in together. And, and I like, We're didn't gonna- see it when I was backing up. <laughs> and it just, you know. Not You're like, two can play at this surprise game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. And he didn't wind up lasting long. Yeah, no, I did not. Suspicious I did not kill the cat. Uh, Lisa killed the cat. Yeah, I well, actually literally killed the what, cat. What yeah. is you? What is your thoughts? Because I feel like guys are. I feel like they say so often, "I'm allergic" or "I don't like cats," and I feel yeah. like if a guy says he doesn't like cats, I feel like it's a red flag. I don't know why. For sure. What do you, For sure. I will, who doesn't like living beings? It's. Uh, I will tell you straight up. I'm afraid of cats. Right. Well, at least uh, you. I had it, a right? traumatic experience <laughs> when I was like six years old, and my mom. We were about to take a cat to the farm, and it was like the old boxy Volvo. And my mom put me and my sister in the back seat first, buckled us in, put a cat that was like <laughs> in a box because there was no cat carriers in the eighties. Put I'm a cat sure in a box. Lisa, my story. Uh, They (laughs) put a cat in the box in the back of the Volvo. And by the time my mom could get to the driver's side door, this cat had ricocheted off my sister and my face like six times each. (laughs) Scratched the living shit out. Like we got wolverined by this cat. And my mom's like, ah! She opens like my sister's door and this cat went bouncing off. Never like... Yeah, never to be captured again. It, was, it, it it knew the deal, and it was like, nah. Did you get cat <laughs> so, fever? Uh, I did not get actual cat scratch fever. Um, I think we we threw some bactine on it or something. But uh, yeah, ever since then, I've been like, fuck cats. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I mean, pe- yeah, no, I get that. Like, people have experiences with cats, but I feel like they use their experiences with cats so much more than their negative experiences with dogs. You know, because you can have negative experiences yeah. with dogs as well. Um, sure. yeah. yeah, I was also mauled by a pit bull as a child, but it didn't phase me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly Shook that right. off. Yeah. Right. Same day. Right. Yeah. Uh, cats. I mean, cats are little aliens. They're just a lot harder to read and predict, and can be scarier. I think they are so hilarious. I, d- I get that. Oh my god, they're the best. I love them. They're crazy, but and they see ghosts, but. <laughs> But I can understand if a guy at least is like, I had a traumatic experience or something. If a guy is like, I hate cats, then like, fuck that guy. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I cut you off. No, no, no. No, we're good. So one of the things that um, I was curious to talk to the two of you about is like pet custody issues. And Lisa, you said you bought Chloe with, someone previously was that like a a breakup negotiation or like have have either of you been in that in that situation oh my god yeah I mean I originally I actually thought that he would my ex would keep her because I was like gonna work I was actually gonna work like 100 hour work weeks in a veterinary hospital taking care of other people's pets and I really didn't think I would have the time and then I wound up keeping her for like a couple months while he figured out where he was gonna live and then he was like okay I'm gonna come pick her up and I was like over my dead body are you going to come pick her up so that I didn't (laughs) realize I would actually even react I actually didn't even think I would react that strongly until it happened but I was really like over my dead body like that's not happening so it didn't happen um and that's that but the the only time I was ever in a, a breakup that involved an animal I was also pretty deep in the throes of a solid alcoholism and drug addiction and it was just like Mm. 
no, this dog's yours. <laughs> like, we, like we all know I'm not keeping this dog alive. Like I'm that was the better barely, decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm barely scraping by myself right now. Yeah. Let's uh let let's have you take Daisy. Yeah. Well. But I but it is a very it's one of the points that comes up on the podcast a lot, one of my favorite points, which is that if you do want to make sure that you keep the dog, you need to have the dog the only legal like if it were ever go to like court or something, because it's like technically property that you own the only thing you can prove that you own the dog part of what you can do to prove that you own the dog is making sure that the medical records are in your name Mm. so if you ever go to the vet make sure you put the dog in your full first name last name you own the dog you get the dog if it ever were to go there so. Yeah. All I did was I just changed Chloe's chip to my information. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then let her free and somebody yeah. found her and reunited you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have I do have a personal situation that I have a question about. <clears throat> so I was married for a long time, got divorced. We had three dogs and two cats. And um that I obviously I, I wanted all of them, but he mm-hmm. also was an animal lover, obviously. So I was like, okay, well, I'll keep Olive, my German shepherd, because she and I have a special bond and I'll take the two cats. And then he wanted to keep the one chihuahua was had a special bond with him. And then the other chihuahua had a special bond with that chihuahua. So it seemed like mm-hmm. a good way to kind of split that up. <laughs> well, then I ended uh-huh. up having to rehome the cats because I teach piano and I was having a hard time finding an apartment that would take me 30 piano students, a dog and two cats. So, <laughs> so I found, yeah. yeah, the, the realtor that actually sold her house, she works with a, a cat rescue. So she was able to rehome the cats for us and they went to great mm-hmm. homes, which I'm so thankful for. So, yeah. um, so I try not to also be judgmental of people that have to rehome their animals. I just think right. there's, I think there's good ways to do it and not good ways to do it. Of course. But, um, yeah. anyway, I reached out to my ex several times asking if I could visit the dogs. Oh. And he wouldn't let me. What? That's crazy. Yeah, I never got that's I've never really seen crazy. them again. No. And oh, really it makes crazy. me sad. Um yeah, it's like cuz they were like my I mean, I was the main caretaker. Yeah, of course. Like I was yeah. home all the time cuz I taught at home yeah. and I would feed them and take them on walks and I did the trainings and yeah. all of that and I took them to the vets and yeah, he never let me see him again. I think I I think I speak for everybody when I say, what did you do to him, you monster? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I fair. Hear- you know, there was a lot of stuff behind that. <laughs> I was just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's like 80% accurate. Um, <laughs> no, but like, what? what is, like, I don't know. What's the ethical thing? Because on one hand, like, I get it. Like, he, he didn't want to see me. And so yeah. hit me visiting the dogs meant that he would have to see me. And he didn't want to Didn't do he that. have like a yeah. dog walker or something? Right, Somebody who could have taken them. him out? Like you could have arranged something though, I think. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've got a buddy that's like splitting custody by the month with his ex with their who? their Frenchie, a buddy that lives in California. And it's like brutal every, you know, yeah. twice. Like that that interaction is, is always really hard. So yeah, mm. I do think that could get hard for everyone involved. But I mean, just to see them, to visit them, like to... Yeah, I think you yeah, have like that a right for visit, sure. Like you're a I mean, that's just felon like, or something. That just speaks to why you did break <laughs> well, up. Well, I mean, like, I do still have, have my anklet, but yeah, that could be a, a good premium service. Supervised visits for exes with with dogs. 
You know, it is interesting. It would be like kind of like a you're a dog walker and you're a dog supervisor, mediator, social worker. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. a dog social worker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hello, sharks. I'm offering 10% in my business. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Look, all you have to do is prove that you've been working and pee in this cup. (laughs) And you can see your dog. (laughs) I mean, I will say like my only experience with that is I've, so I don't have animals. I'm not home a lot. I I love animals. So I've dated lots of women who have dogs, cats, whatever. Um, And I feel like it's always a good move. Like I, like I always get the dogs to, to love me. And that helps. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like sure. when, when, like, if, That's you know, like in the early one. stages, if she's still yeah. not sure about you, and then you're, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's great for women with kids, too. Really get the kids attached early. <laughs> <laughs> Usually without leave. her knowing or consent, right? You, you engage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Times, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make uh, promises. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I did have like a breakup where, uh, I had been like, we'd been sharing an apartment and, and then we split up and like, I was like you and the dog, like stay in the apartment and I was staying somewhere else. And then she was like, we wanted to have a conversation to just kind of have some closure or whatever. And I got there and she's like, I like, she kind of used a dog social worker. She's like, the dog is somewhere else right now. Cause I could not handle like my dog, like being all excited to see you right Aww. now. And I was like, Oh, I yeah. get that. Like, you know? Yeah. I was yeah, sad because I was like actually me. excited to see the dog, yeah. but like I was like, yeah, well, I can't. Sure. I kind of came here just to see the dog. <laughs> actually, I had yeah, someone. Like, I had a guy tell me that one time. He's like, I was in this relationship way too long, and I realized the only reason I was in it because I liked the dog, and that's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Thing. I did that one time, but with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> why? What does this say about me? See, I'm not really sure what dating him says about me. I don't know. Well, we don't yeah. want to keep too much of your guys' time. We really appreciate you being on. Um, can we just finish with, I love, Jared, the question that you came up with of how did pets impact our health and our wellness? Like, how, like the, what can they bring to our lives? Everything. Everything. I mean, I, I, I mean, there are, I mean, if we want to get like technical, I mean, there are definite studies that say that people who get out who actually walk their dog, you know, walk like 20 to 30% more on average, right? Every day. Um, Unless you're a New Yorker and you pay their... somebody to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just get worker? to live an extra. Are you paying your yeah. social worker? Yeah. <laughs> if you have WAG, you don't live an extra 10 years. The dog walker does. <laughs> <laughs> but you do still from the companionship because it lowers your blood pressure, makes you happier, increases your happy hormones, and gets you to meet good people because like who doesn't like people who don't like Pat, who likes people who don't like pets? Yeah, but I think this year in particular, like the reason, part of the reason, other than loneliness, like you know, the surge in uh, in in dogs, what in particular was like it, it gives you something to do and a chance to get out of yourself and take care of something that's not like your own neurotic thoughts and it's not your own doom and gloom there's just something that's happy to see you that you need that that needs to be tended to 
Wow, Richie, that was actually very sweet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I have been trying this whole time not to point out that at the same time that 11 million dogs were sold, 11 million guns were also sold last year. So <laughs> there is a flip side to every coin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go too mushy on you. <laughs> Guns. What, um, Lisa, what do you have to say? Sorry, Richie. <laughs> Lisa, what do you have to say to people that are like, I don't like dogs? No, nothing. I have nothing to say to them. You're not who I want to be friends with. You are weird and strange and your mother should have done a better job. Nothing. <laughs> right? And I don't trust people. I don't trust people that don't like animals. No, of course not. Can't trust them. Can't trust them. Not even worth not even worth discussing. Yeah. Oh. oh, we got the big girl bark. Oh, oh that's a perfect way to end it. Chloe she has something nice. to say. Chloe. Hi, babies. That, that's her I wish a motherfucker would bark. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys tell, tell us where our listeners can find you because we want them to support you guys and what you're doing in the world. Yeah. Our podcast is We Don't Deserve Dogs. Because uh, we don't. Yes. Uh, you can find me. Everything is at Richie Redding. And I have an album out that's streaming wherever you listen to stuff uh, called Number One Album of the Year. And nice. I recorded it literally the last show before quarantine in Miami. Nice. It was uh, it was March 14th at 10 p.m. Wow. It's real, real weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, shout out to Ashley Hesseltine of Girls Gotta Eat actually named our podcast. We don't deserve dogs. So you can find us there. And uh, I do everything at Dr. Lisa Lipman, D-R-L-I-S-A-L-I-P as in Peter M-A-N. But if you just put in Dr. Lisa, it probably comes up. Do pet tips. Flex. Stuff, so. yeah. What a flex. <laughs> if you put in Dr. Lisa, it, it comes, comes up. up. Yep. Yeah. Small flex. Love it. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming on. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll, us. yeah, we'll, we'll stay connected with you guys. Yeah. This is great. We're yeah, friends now. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> we haven't scared you. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much again, you guys, for coming on. We appreciate you. That was hilarious. And we hope that we, you know, can be friends now. Yeah, we would like hang out with them. It's a shame we all don't live in the same. Well, city. I think you would. I think you and I actually would. It would be really cool if we booked tickets to New York because we have a bunch of new podcast friends now. That's true. Although, how many of them would actually hang out with us? Okay. To be well, <laughs> maybe maybe Dr. Lisa and Richie would. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So make sure you go follow them at We Don't Deserve Dogs on Instagram. Um, follow us at Hello and Goodbye Podcast at underscore Lana Joan at the Real Jared Rodriguez. Um, you can sub. Um, sorry, you can become a patron. Patron. Oh, I know. Yes. Right. Patron. Patron. Uh, Patreon.com. Oh my gosh! I know why I say patron because Patreon. Yes. Anyway, you can become a patron. I like Patron. You should keep saying it because I feel like it's like Megatron. It's okay, like, uh, all right. You're like you a transformer yeah. named Patron. You can become a mega fan Patron if you go yeah. to patreon.com slash podcast. And then all of our stuff, our sponsors, our YouTube channel, our Patreon, our social media, it's all on our website, www.hellongoodbyepodcast.com. Uh, Jared, good luck with your trip. We forgot to mention in the intro, he is headed to the caribbean mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited so we better see pictures and we'll talk about it on next week's episode
Yes, and while I'm gone, good luck to you with Hot Dog Summer. <laughs> hot Dog does that Summer, mean, like, here we come. Does that mean we eat a lot of hot dogs too? Because I am down for that. I think it's more you like mean? Hot Dog. You know how like people say like Hot Dog when they think someone's yeah. like hot? I mean, in the 50s. <laughs> Are you saying people do that now in your life? No, no. <laughs> okay. Like, I think it has something to do with dogs. Like, like this summer being about dogs. I like that. I do, but too. I also, I also want everyone to eat a lot of hot dogs, too, even though they're bad for you. But. Yeah. I, I, vegan you can hot dogs? Vegan somewhere? hot dog, sure. Yeah, or, yeah okay. or like a chicken hot dog. <laughs> sure. Basically anything sure. but an actual hot dog. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.